0: Hi friends, you're listening to
1: Created Podcast, and
0: we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy,
1: and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be.
2: No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring or sceptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we are all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity and confidence in understanding our worth and identity.
0: Well, welcome back. We are so excited to be on our second episode of the season, and we have a very special guest. As we mentioned last episode, uh, this season, we have some exciting new uh, things that are happening. It's not just our voices that you'll be hearing. So today we have our very first guest on the podcast, and she's is uh, special to all of us because she is another member of our created podcast team, but just one that you don't hear on the everyday uh, or every week uh, podcast. That is Sarah Morgan. So welcome, Sarah. We are very happy that you're here. Sarah, actually, uh, if you do follow us on Instagram, you will have seen her face on our Instagram. Uh, She helps us a lot on the back end of social media and making us look really good and it all look aesthetically pleasing and all the stuff that all of us seem to be just very incompetent (laughs) at. Sarah is amazing at that, but I will let, Sarah, I'll let you just kind of introduce yourself and then we'll kind of just share a little bit of like how we all know you and how we all got to be on the same team together and stuff, but do you want to just share uh, where you're from, how old you are, what you're doing, um, just a little bit about yourself.
3: Yeah, so I, well, I'm well, i from North Carolina originally. Um, I am 26 years old. Um, I've been living overseas though in Australia for almost seven years doing full-time missions work um, with YWAM over there. Uh, loving it, still love it. Um, But I've currently moved back, I've only been home stateside for, this is the going on fourth week of being back in the States, so yeah, it's exciting.
0: It's very exciting, it is wild, I don't know if you maybe picked up, that's potentially a a theme, Australia, YWAM, (laughs) it's how Taffy and I know Sarah, so I met Sarah on her DTS, I -hmm. think. And then we were on staff together, and Taffy and Sarah, their DTS overlapped, right, Taff?
2: Yeah, our our DTS overlapped, and um, actually, Sarah, I was trying to think. Okay, Amanda, I'm hijacking already, but I was trying to think. I don't actually remember the moment or pinpointing when we actually became friends. I think we just did, yeah. <laughs> I because our, true. Our, <laughs> our schools overlapped. Um and then I was friends uh with one of our mutual friends on your school. But then we just kind of just I think it just happened organically. Like and then before you knew it we were friends, but I, I can't pinpoint when it actually started or how that connection actually went to be like we are now <laughs> friends. You're my homie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> And I
0: feel like we had a very specific point, and it was because one of my best friends was Sarah's, like, staff on her DTS, like, her one-on-one. And her name's Sam, and so Sam, even, like, while the beginning of her DTS, she was like, oh my goodness, there's this girl, there's a student on the DTS that just reminds me so much of you, and you guys would just be best friends. Um, We met, and it was like, yeah, we are. We just, this is... It just was meant to be. We were just meant to be friends. So uh, that was – I definitely remember when we met mm-hmm. and when we became friends because that's just, just happened like that. And then it's so Emily. Just, yeah, just, well,
1: you know, they all, you know, did the Australia <laughs> thing, and I was here. So I did not meet Sarah um, in Australia, but since we started the podcast, um, <clears throat> she's been – in it from the beginning just like man said more on the social media side so i've gotten to know her through that and just and hear her heart as well and she came to visit yes, yeah. which when she was not like part of the podcast yeah. so no. met you when you were here um but definitely know you in like a different context now and it's really sweet so sarah has a big heart and loves people and is truly just we so appreciate her being part of our team and Um, hopefully you guys will get to hear and see more of her, if not forward her beautiful face, if not on our Instagram and things like that. So Sarah, we love you and we are so thankful that you joined us today and yes. Yeah. Well,
0: Sarah is our first guest, but we actually have a question that we are asking every one of our guests this season. So Sarah, you are the first lucky winner of this (laughs) to take a tackle at it. Um, But our question is, can you share a season in your life uh, that you feel the Lord taught you the most about your worth and identity? And then out of that season, were there any tools that uh, were helpful that have kind of brought you through all the seasons that I feel like the Lord always takes us through with our worth and identity, Um, where there are just some staple things that helped you that you still use today? Yeah,
3: I, this question's hard. <laughs> it is. It's, um, because we definitely go through multiple, I feel like, seasons of, like, just continuing to be reminded of what that looks like, because, I mean, living in, I feel like, a world that, in a society that tries to define and tell you, this is what it means to have an identity. This is what your purpose is. This is who you are when you're like, um, actually, this <laughs> is not what the Lord says. Um, So I think going through, I remember like the biggest, one of the biggest moments of really understanding, I guess I would say, like what identity actually is, was actually when I was on my um my discipleship training school, which I don't know if, I don't know if should I intro, like. Should I just briefly mention what that is? I don't know if we've talked about it yet. <laughs> yeah, you, I think,
0: I don't know if we really have either. So you can totally just give like a little yeah.
3: overview of what that so is. So when I left, um, well, dis- Discipleship Training School, it's a six, well, five and a half month course. Um, and so you go through different, you go through a few months of a, what they call a lecture phase and then an outreach phase. And so the lecture phase is just so chock full of, Incredible teachers and speakers, um, just so many different topics and learning more of who God is and really deepening your relationship with Him, Um, And uh, which is actually funny, which maybe I can talk about another time, but that was actually the time before I left to go. I was like, oh, I'm not going to need this section. I'm just ready to go on outreach because like, I just want to be with the people. I just want to do the things. I'm good on all the learning about God stuff. Super prideful. Anyways, and so I, but literally it was in that, that section is what completely changed my life. Um, And I just so realized that there was so much more that I just, that I didn't know about the Lord and that I needed to know about the Lord. Um, And yeah, so there is a week actually. So there's different weeks and they cover different topics. And actually there is a week within that that is called Identity Week, (laughs) And so uh, that was the week that I really learned, you know, who I was and who I was created to be and being an image bearer of the Lord and what that even means and looks like. Cause I feel like sometimes, I don't know, maybe some people have heard that before or not, but I, I thought I knew what that was, didn't know what that was, but now I do. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was that moment, but I do remember a particular. Um, Part two, where I kind of came to the realization of what, like, where my identity comes from and what that is, was when, is actually, so she's also one of my really good friends now. So, my staff, who is there, it was Sam, who we mentioned earlier. Um, I'm a very visual learner, and so I need, yeah, anything visual really helps me grasp. I don't know, just understanding something in a deeper level. And so she knew that about me. And so that was one, I remember there was, man, this is in 2015. So this is a long time ago. But I remember sitting in a cafe table and there was one, it was right after, um, it was near the end of Identity Week and lectures. And there was still some things that I just felt, I felt like there was still more to grasp, but I just, I couldn't get past certain things because I had built up so many walls. Um, in my own life that I really didn't want anyone coming through or by or pass. And I was like, nope, these are my walls. I'm all right to live with them. I can have a few and I'll get rid of maybe a few. And that's kind of how I was approaching it. And so Sam, anyway, sat me down and we were talking um, and just asking like, what am I learning? What like did anything stick out and that kind of stuff. And she gave me a blank piece of paper said okay right now why don't you just draw how you see yourself and I was like like I'm also okay artist background I love to do art and I'm also a perfectionist in these types of things too and so I remember going through and sitting there and I'm like okay I don't have the right pencil I don't have the right pens (laughs) I'm like Do I draw myself as a stick figure to, like, just to make do with this, what she's trying to have me do? Or should I really try to draw, like, this, like, elaborate thing? And I was, I don't know. So I was just, like, questioning all the things. And so I remember just being like, man, this is not going to look good. But it ended up, it was actually interesting because I didn't even realize how... I don't even think I realized how I saw myself, to be honest, which I think was also a big point of why she was having me do this. So I actually filled up the entire paper. Um, and so I didn't draw, like, a person or anything like that. But the whole paper I remember just taking, like, there was only, like, two marker choices. And so I also was, like, but it was, like, a black marker. Um, so I just grabbed a Sharpie. So I covered the whole blank page just black. Um, like, solid black, and then I had, like, these little circles of, that were untouched, so there was little circles that were white, like, just little tiny ones in between, very, like, scattered on the page, and then I gave it back to her, and she was, like, I <laughs> so she probably was, like, uh. but she's, like, okay, why don't you, like, talk me through this, <laughs> because, like, what does this mean, and which now I laugh about it, because I'm, like, she probably was, like, this is not a person, this is just <laughs> you drawing block on paper, what is this? Um, but I was explaining, I was like, okay, well, and this was also one of those moments where I'm like, man, I'm about to be super vulnerable, um, and I was like, okay, well, if the paper represents me, then I just felt like there was so much just not good stuff and, like, dark and um, just things I had gone through, my choice or not my choice, and I just felt very bound by a lot of things. Um, And so I – but then she's like, well, what do these little, like, white circles represent? They kind of look like little stars. Um, And I was like, well, I think, like, those represent, like, the little glimmers of, like, the good and the hope that God has given me that I do feel, you know, like there's still something there, and I still – I know – that there is worth, but I don't always see myself that way. So it's like the little truths kind of, you know, can break through uh, the crap, basically. I, mean, I don't know. Can I say that on here?
0: Anyway, you
3: can say that. <laughs> <laughs> The light breaking through the crap. So i She's like, okay, like, that's interesting. Like, I I get that now and I see that. And then she gave me another blank paper and was like, okay, and here. And then the colorful markers come out. I was like, where were these when I was trying to draw me? And so anyway, (laughs) the colorful markers come out. And, um, but it ended up being, she's like, okay, well, actually, like, so this paper represents you. Like, what does God say about you? And like, I will say, it took a little bit because I definitely, yes, I was crying. And there was a lot of emotion in that moment too, because it's hard too when you're battling, like, you're like, okay, God says I'm this, but I don't feel that, or I don't see that. And God says like, this is actually who I am and who he is. But yet you still feel so bound by, yeah, but how, how could I ever be worthy or how could, how could he say that about me or see me like that when I don't even see myself like that? So just going through, we talked through that. Um, then the whole paper was filled up with just all the truths of who God says I was. And I actually really love, I think about it, I still have that paper too that I keep in one of my notebooks and my journals to look back on um, because I feel like we all need that reminder every now and again as well. <laughs> okay, who are we in the Lord and what are the truths mm-hmm. in the scriptures and yeah, just His word of who He says we are. And I, it's funny because I also remember... I remember writing out stuff, and I was crying because I, I wasn't at the point where I fully, I don't know, what's the word, where I fully believed that that is who I am, but I know that that's what my God says I am. And so it was very much a declaring as well over me, which, um, I don't know, I really loved. And it, the, yeah, there was definitely a shift that happened in me as well. And so, I don't know, I just felt the Lord very tangible that day as also, and That's something that I'll never, ever forget. And so it definitely, like, changed. And as time went on, you know, like, I also did my own, okay, like, even a few years or months or whatever. And sometimes I – it sounds kind of funny, but I feel like sometimes I still do it where I, like, I'll have a piece of paper and I'm like, okay, how do I see myself? And it's just interesting to see how that's changed so much over time from, like, what I started to to, like, this black paper with little tiny holes of Hope and then now it just looks so different. Yeah, I'm just really grateful for the Lord
1: in that. But
3: sorry, what that's encouraging.
1: <laughs> no, that's so good. I think, like, I feel like there's just so much like power and display of the Lord's goodness. And I think, like, visual people like inspire me. I feel like I am so not like an artsy brain. So, like, hearing you Emotion. say that, mine would. But, would have
0: been a stick figure.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say that. Mine would have been like the stick figure with like the hair, you know, the curly straight down hair. But like, I love like truly, I'm, while I'm not an artsy brain, I so appreciate people who have that because I think like the Lord works so beautifully, like through pictures and images and just hearing that even... Just how like the Bible talks about like the Lord makes us clean and like he sees us like his eyes, not like how we see ourselves. And I think that that can be such a good and tangible tool for so many people, because when we are faced with here is a blank piece of paper, there is nothing on this at this point. And I love what you said, too. At that point, you knew the truth, but it was still like, OK, now I have to believe them and allow those things to be what I in myself not what I've drawn on this paper and then like we kind of talked about it before letting that go and like ripping that up or being allowing who we saw ourselves as to not continue into the future and I think that I don't know I'm just rambling but I just love how the Lord is so gracious to us he he knows our weaknesses and he knows that this is such an issue for us and yet he is so good to like remind us over and over and over again in scripture of like who we are and who he's made us to be and in like a season of I feel like you go to YWAM and like this I'm just speaking more from like what like my sister has told me. But like you go there thinking like what you said, like I'm gonna be a missionary. I'm gonna like go out and see the people and then from Mandy's stories just realize how much like the Lord is transforming you through all of that. Um, Well-being mission-focused is just sweet, a sweet thing. So,
0: yeah, I think it is really beautifully set up. So that mm-hmm. I think we first have to experience the love of God in a tangible way to show the love of God in a tangible way. You know, mm-hmm. so it's beautifully set up that way to do that. But Sarah, in your so you did mention that you have been there. For seven years, so you did just like us, got suckered back in. Just kidding, not suckered. <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> um, you did go back and uh, chose to be on staff, and so I know that that's a big decision for anyone. It's not everyone's decision, that's for sure. But there are, you know, there are the ones that are definitely called back to be on staff and to serve in that way and in that manner, and to grow. And I know that a lot of your passions were kind of shaped and, you know, shifted as well while you were on staff. But I kind of am going to ask maybe like a twofold question for you. So one, how did your passions kind of come about? And then can you maybe share how in some of the things that you were asked to take on or even in your passions, that they maybe seemed really large or you maybe seemed like inadequate to take on some of the things that you were doing um, and how you overcame that or how the Lord, you know, just shaped your character in taking on some of the things that you did. So passions and overcoming, maybe not feeling like up to the challenge sometimes, you know?
3: Yeah. So maybe, okay, I'll start with some passions. I think I, well, I've definitely always been someone that, um, is like involved in a wild range of things. (laughs) Um, just because I just have a lot of passions and interests. Um, everything from music to art to just people to sports to like, I don't know all the things. So sometimes I'm like, yeah, coffee, food. Yes to food. Um, anything, marketing, communications, like I feel like the list goes on. Um, Definitely adventure as well, um, but I just like I love all the things and I like to do all the things. Um, and so, but I think I definitely being there. It's funny because well, it, yeah, it actually definitely goes into that next question of like being ready and not feeling like you are. Um, I've we laugh and joke that we call it like being thrown in the deep end. <laughs> I've swam in the deep end so many times. <laughs> in my life. (laughs) I'm a good swimmer now, but it's definitely, like, I, uh, it's funny because in the beginning, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is, I am not equipped. I have no idea what this is. Like, even random things that I've never tried or done or, like, one time it was, like, tech stuff. Like, I've never done anything, like, I don't know anything about tech and, well, I learned. (laughs) Um, So, it's, like, just random things that happen. um, Just, Because like as to continue to keep different ministry stuff going and um, even just like jumping in and helping where is needed. um, But I've learned so much and grown so much through that. Um, And even just understanding like the whole idea too of like I, there's been many times where I have not been um, qualified, I guess you can say in a lot of things. And I've even struggled with that on my own like self stuff too, because like, well, I don't know if. No, So seven years ago, 19, I just graduated high school and I literally just left straight from high school to go overseas. And I've just been doing that since. So I didn't go to college. I haven't done that as well. And that's definitely a big thing too, that I've like walked through and that God's taken me on a journey of, because a lot of times that can also get in your head where it's like, oh, like I'm not qualified at all for this or this or this. I don't have lot of knowledge in this area I don't have a degree I don't have you know all these things and it's just really interesting how the Lord when he calls you he so qualifies you and equips you in exactly where he puts you um and I've experienced that I feel like so many times over (laughs) because there's definitely moments where I'll just be like okay Lord I'm sure there's someone else way better (laughs) for this job or this task or whatever so I'm very confused as to why it's me Um, but the Lord being so sweet, um, and patient and gentle, um, but also wanting to grow and challenge me, I think, um, into just like my trust for the Lord has grown immense, like immensely. Um, I think through that as well, because a lot of times too, it it really is just, okay, Lord, here I am. Like, I'm going to do this with you and I'll just, I'll go where you say and what you have me do. And yeah, it's been great not without difficulty, but it's been great.
0: (laughs) No, I think that's such a key point. I know, or I don't mean to say it's, it's definitely not an isolated situation in YWAM, but a lot of us did go from high school to DTS or like on staff. Um, So I know that that was definitely a challenge. I think not for Taffy. Taffy was like, I credited up the yang before <laughs> Before she went to <laughs> <yin dance.
3: laughs> yes.
0: I have a career, I have degrees, I am an educated woman. <laughs> Some of us were not that way, <laughs> so I know that that was something The first sure I can relate to in that as well, but I love what you said, like he definitely qualifies the called, you know, he doesn't Mm. always, he definitely calls the qualified too, but he will always qualify you for, you know, what he's calling you into, and I think that is such a key point um, that you pointed out, and in a part of our identity, right, we're not defined by a degree, or by a piece of paper, or you know even our qualifications don't necessarily come from proof of something right it's you know how the lord shapes and equips us for those things in particular so i love <laughs> love that you mentioned that um
2: i'm going to i'm going gonna go to jump in there because um i feel like what you've shared is so good but as you have just walked that journey have there been have you struggled with understanding or knowing who you are individually as a person versus what you do being that person so like so it's the struggling of like this is who i am as a person or am i like what you do defines who you are like has there been that kind of struggle as you've gone through these past few years
3: yeah totally that sense? i would def- yeah i would definitely say yes <laughs> There's been many uh, challenges, many struggles at at points, um, which also I'm very grateful for. I think that's another thing as well, just being, I was thinking about because it is so important. Your community is so important and I've learned so much through that and through friendships and people that I can trust because there is a lot of times too where you can be cuz i've been there where you're like totally operating out of your own self as well and you're just like okay what can i do how can i do this how can i be that how can you know like and it may all also be good intentions but am i i can lose sight of okay who am i also and what what is my role like who has god called me to be and how am i am i doing that to the best that i can and I think it's so important to have community and people around you that can also help you call like call that out and also be like, hey, and like sit down and say, hey, like, you know, like, where are you at? Can I help you with something? Let's talk about this. Or like, where are you at in your head? And a lot of those times, like I've had a lot of conversations over the years, which I'm really grateful for my friends. Yeah, even, like, I mean, I know I've talked to you. I feel like Taffy about this too <laughs> at many points in my life, uh, but just you kind of, you can forget, you know? And so I think that is why it is so important to have people around that continue to point you back to the Lord and the truth and the promises of God. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I answered the question. but
1: <laughs> Well, and I think too, it's you said, or kind of we're talking about too, like even in like all the roles and all the things that you do, checking your heart of, okay, is my motivation To please all of the people and like in that, is that my identity? Is my identity being the best? Because I want all these people to see me as M's doing all this or Sarah's doing all this, like wow, they're such a you know, whatever, qualified person. I feel like I relate to you in that way of I often have to check my heart of where is my motivation in this. All you said, the things aren't bad. All the things that you were doing weren't bad, but when we allow our motivation to come from a place of either like our own personal gain, selfishness, seeking approval of others, that's when it becomes more of an issue. And I think that's when like even the devil starts to come in. That is when he gives like tells us lies about us and like who we are because we are seeking approval for man as opposed to seeking approval from the Lord. I think that that for me anyways has been such a key just a reminder in my life in times when it's like so crazy and there's so many responsibilities and so many things I want to do and people I want to help. But then just then like recentering myself and being like, okay, Lord, I want to do all these things to honor you. Let there be no selfishness or personal gain in my own heart for doing all of this. And then like we help me to say no to things like help me to like figure out like where's the yeses where's the nos and sometimes in life that means there is you know a no um which if anybody knows me that's also really hard so I know Sarah we kind of laughed about this you were laughing about it before too and I like oh yeah totally before we got on here we were talking about it and I was like oh yeah I so relate so um it's like that fear of disappointing
0: the lord right or not the lord yeah, disappointing people people. (laughs) just disappointing someone is like so hard but then it's like actually realizing truly like really at the end of the day it's like just our obedience to the lord has to like rise above even if we are going to disappoint someone but the reality is our no probably will disappoint someone because they're they're asking you for a reason or like they need help for a reason or any of those things sometimes you're not disappointing someone at all but sometimes you are, and that's a really hard like pill to swallow sometimes of being like, Okay, this may disappoint <laughs> this may be disappointing to someone, but I have to say no. Um, yeah. I know no, Sarah, that's we've tried. Totally
3: I will say, Going sorry. For it. The one thing too with like that I continued to like that I actually learned a lot on was and I'm gonna the reference, I don't know where it is in the Bible. <laughs> But where it talks about, like, like yet let your yes be yes and your no be no, I think, like, you hear that and it's like, oh, okay, cool, like, yeah, or, like, and you're just – but I think, like, I've learned, like, okay, well, how does that actually apply? And, like, being in those situations where it's like, okay, what am I actually saying yes to and understanding that and then what am I actually saying no to and being okay with, for me at least, that, yeah, that whole disappointing people thing is, like, massive – and God has continued to work on that through my life. But even, yeah, being okay with the no of like, okay, well, I might not be able to do this. And like, and this is why, like, you know, in my head of, you know, God is leading me here. or God is saying this or I don't know, whatever it is. But I think that yes be yes and no be no scripture has really helped me. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good verse.
0: Um. Okay, so I know we are kind of slowly wrapping up here. Um but there you are just going to have to come back on cuz I know that there's some other things we want to just talk about, but I will um or ask you one last question, um which is you are in a big transition season right now. Um so you did just come out of YOM for the past seven years, kind of officially moving back home for the foreseeable future. And so in this transition season, what are maybe like three practices or habits that you want to kind of commit to or just remember, or if there is, it doesn't even have to be three, it's just something um, that you are just wanting to like implement in this season of transition, just because it is really hard and, you know. There is a lot that is changing in your life. You've just left your community and, um, but you also, you know, have left because you do have just word of the Lord. Not that we always know what that every step means, but, um, yeah. So do you want to share just a little bit of this transition season and stuff that you're wanting to carry on in this season?
3: Uh, yeah. So I did, um, it's kind of funny cause it also kind of goes with my for 2023, kind of some of the things that I really want to continue to implement or just get better at. Um, It's hard to just pick three for this, but I picked three. So the first one I picked is I just want to be, I want to just focus being on more discipline, Um, just in all areas. Like I think I just want to find now being in a different, living in a different place, living with different people, like back with my family and stuff, like what's my, what are my routines, what are things that I can actually like discipline myself in, um, I think is really important. And so just trying to find that and work on that and create habits there. Um, prayer is actually something that I do really want to grow even deeper in this year. Um I was I started a whole new thing last year, um, which I love I feel like I love talking to the Lord. (laughs) I just feel like we just had these chats. But I also am like I am like, okay, Lord, I really want to be more intentional with like praying into specific things for specific people and like really believing for them. And I actually have um I probably I have like this like prayer journal that I'm really excited about. It's um it's a new one. It's like a yearly prayer journal. But it's kind of cool because it goes through the different, like, so each month you focus on specific things. And so, because sometimes I feel like I can get super overwhelmed and, like, I'm, like, literally I just have to pray for the world. Like, (laughs) and I'm, like, where do I start? Like, half the time I'm, like, where do you even start? And so I think, like, having, like, months where it's, like, you focus on certain, um, like, aspects of the Lord and then knowing that and who He is then it's like praying and there's like spots for like seeing prayers answered and stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that. And then I think my third thing is just remain open-handed. Like I think that's something in this transition as well, like continuing just to go in with my hands open, um, just in whatever I do, because I just want to be able to if God says do this or change that or actually start this or whatever, like I want to be able to be ready for that and just do it and not try to create. I'm very much a planner. And so I try to create and plan my own life. So, and I think like stepping aside and not doing that as much, but really just walking with open hands is definitely something in this transition season that I am really trying to do um,
1: and get better at. So that's super encouraging it goes. yeah i think too really, sorry really quick Van. i think that like the your last point on just like living open-handed like, is such a good reminder of like that's how we we should live our lives you know like even like in this whole topic and the whole conversation even like i feel like a kind of closing statement or reminder for us all is when we live our lives open-handed to the lord And we kind of get out of the way, seeing the blessing that the Lord brings into our lives. The most incredible times of life, I feel like, are when we are truly either like at our end and we're like, God, I can't do it anymore. So it's going to be up to you. And I think when we live in that posture of God, direct my path, help me to get out of the way, like I... Being a planner is such a good thing. I relate to that as well. But then I love the verse in Proverbs that says, like, man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. We can do that and, like, step forward in faith and follow the direction that we feel like the Lord is calling us. And then maybe he'll call us in a different direction. Or I think that that's just such a sweet picture of just, like, living with our hands, like, wide open, ready for whatever the Lord has to tell us, what he wants us to hear, even whether that's who we are, what what he has for our next steps for you like living in this not living but like being in this season for you is i'm sure a little bit like scary or like just unknown of okay i've had i feel like i've had so much purpose in australia and i knew my day-to-day whether that was like changing all the time but you knew like i have all these things that i'm responsible for But coming back and just allowing yourself like a second to breathe and be like, God, just show me clearly of like you. And then like allowing ourselves to just sit in that and like really be open. Like you said, you like all the things. Obviously, like that's something that the Lord has put in your heart and you like desires for lots of stuff. So I think he'll give you the capacity to do lots of stuff. It's just figuring out what are those things like in these moments he's going to use you in I know I speak for all of us when like I say we are so, so thankful that you are part of our team doing these things with us and truly you really do make a difference on our team and I just hope you hear me when I say like we are so grateful that you have chosen to be a part of our team and that we, they know you so much better but I just love you so much too and I'm just so glad and thankful that we got to hear your heart today and just your wisdom and it is sweet to see like where god has taken us over the years and sometimes sitting and reflecting and just like looking back at that is just such an encouragement to our hearts okay god i'm in this season now but like look what you've done in the past so i can sit here with confidence knowing that you are going to continue that in my future so anyways thanks for being here sarah
2: we're we're so glad that you could join us sarah and um i'm just happy that the world gets to hear you and your journey and and as amanda said this is not the last time because definitely we need to have you back because i know that you have way more little nuggets that you can be spreading to the world um just through your experiences and stuff but um i think as we close one of the things that you did share with us was how you really have been meditating on ecclesiastics three Um, And it's just that passage about a time for everything. And I'm just going to read verse one, but there's like so much more um, all the way up to verse eight. But one of those things, it starts off and it says, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. And I just think that is so beautiful. And just having to sit and meditate on that and just go you know what even if it's not the season i desire or even if it's a tricky season and i'm not quite sure it's the it's the comfort of knowing that god is with you In that very season you're with and he is giving you the promise of saying that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven and just resting in that reassurance of what the promise of the lord that he has for your life So we are so blessed that you could be with us. We're so blessed that everybody could hear From you and all that you have shared and I know that you spoke about a lot of things and a lot of big topics that people go through so um yeah, stick around. There's gonna be way more episodes that are gonna come in this season too and way more amazing people that are gonna join us. So stick around for our personal challenge and our prayer challenge for this week.
0: Well again, we are just so, so grateful, um, Sarah, that you joined us today and so many good nuggets. We're so grateful for your voice on our podcast and on our team. Um, and you actually have our personal challenge today. So Sarah has a personal, Taffy has our prayer. So Sarah, do you wanna share our personal challenge for the week?
3: Yeah, so this week, um, I think it'd just be good if you, so grab some blank pieces of paper, all the colored markers, all the markers that you own, <laughs> And just be able to sit, and I think it'd be good to like draw how, like, how do you see yourself um, right now? And then what God says, how does He see you on another piece of paper? But I think also with this challenge, like, the importance of doing it with a trusted someone. Um, just so that you have that person as well to to pray with and to talk through and to hold you accountable as well in those times where you may not see yourself. That way, they'll be able to speak truth over you and you can do the same for them.
2: Beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. Um, So our prayer challenge, obviously, is going to be based on Ecclesiastes 3. And we would love for you to just spend time Reading the, the verses from Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 to 8, and then um, spend some time praying. Praying and then just waiting on the Lord. You know, after you've prayed um, Ecclesiastics 3 out, just sit for a minute or two and just wait on the Lord and receive from Him. What does He want to minister to you about that reading and what season you are in? Um, because some people can be like, I know exactly the season I am in. Jesus, I need you to come through and give me all the strength that I need. Or Lord, I'm so thankful that you're with me in this season. But some of you might be like, I just actually don't know what season I'm in. And in that, in that time of waiting, let the Lord minister you and highlight what season you're in. And from there, he'll be able to give you um, the promises of just to hold on to and to keep going and to keep fighting the good fight. So that's our prayer challenge for this week is praying out Ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 to 8. Um, and then waiting on the Lord and just hearing how he's going to minister to you through those verses. All right, I'm going to pray for us and then close the episode. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are good, that you're faithful, that you are are always wanting to point us back to who you have created us to be. Even when we look at ourselves in a different light. Lord, we thank you that Sarah was able to be with us today and challenge us the things that she has spoken. Um, But Lord, we pray for each and every person that has listened, for our created community, that as they go through this journey this week, that you would highlight different areas in their life and the season that they're in so that they know how to walk in it victoriously. Lord, we pray in no other name but the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Created Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. And you can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website at youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.